0: This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake.
1: (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) Here we go. It's custard week. I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot to say. So let's just dive right in. Go, 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 go.
0: There's a lot that can go wrong during custard week. Can I just say right out of the
1: gate? I feel like Janusz is about to crack. (laughs) He's like Regina George about to crack.
0: He is about to crack.
1: No, Gretchen Wiener is about to crack. Gretchen
0: Wiener is about to crack. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that can go wrong in custard week. And this whole time I'm kind of asking myself, like, I guess custard is baking. It's an element of baking. I don't know. I, I think they, they're really like pushing the limits of what is considered a baking skill in this season. But you know what? Let's just oh, well. move
1: – yeah, let's let's move on with it. I mean, I guess after so much time, they have to get – they're trying the, to yeah, get, they creative get creative and not repeat
0: things. But, you know. Yeah. I don't remember them i doing a custard week before. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Abdul's confidence is already waning. And then the, at the beginning, Kevin is just naming all the custards. And he reminds me of the Bloodhound guy from Best in Show who's like, peanut. <laughs> 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 Pistachio nut. So good. Um, Also, I appreciate that there was no opening skit. They just dove right in.
1: Yeah, just like this episode. We're like, we have too much to talk about. I also just have to say, can't wait to get to wallpaper paste because there's so many things. that just so many things happened in this episode.
0: Actually, the whole signature was edited so quickly that I was like, shit's going to go down. Like they're leaving time for something.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. And I was also thinking like, I feel like I didn't get to see everyone's... anyway. We'll we'll get there. But I I agree. I was like, wait, did I miss something? I actually rewound a couple times because I was like, I feel like I missed some ones, but they just went so fast.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the Signature Bake is a classic French dessert, which is Ile Fluton. It is weird. (laughs) It's a weird dessert. Um, I'm in Wisconsin visiting my in-laws right now. So that's why my audio might be a little different for folks. And also there is an even higher chance than normal that a child's going to come in. So basically what this Signature is – is eight perfect portions of poached meringue on a sea of creme anglaise. What? <laughs> so you basically have like eight chunks of meringue that you poach and then they're sitting on in like a cup of custard, of like really smooth custard. It needs to be silky smooth, it needs to be light, they're looking for the right texture. They want beautiful floaters, says someone. And I was like, okay.
1: I'm not so sure that they
0: only that have an hour. Translates and a half. well. <laughs> no they only have an hour and a half but you know these things go quick and we find that paul loves custard it's one of his favorite things i feel like paul says it about a lot of things which is good for him because he's a professional baker it's a good thing that all his favorite things are esoteric baked goods but making custard makes me nervous it does go so quickly like it's one of those things that you feel like it's taking a taking a while to get going and then once it starts to thicken it's very quick easy to do it wrong it's easy to scramble the eggs it's easy to like turn it into glop getting the exact right consistency of custard is actually you have to pull it from the heat at exactly the right moment so it is a little tricky the meringue poaching really separates the wheat from the chaff in this challenge like you're making you make your meringue you're gonna shape it somehow some people don't really shape it they just sort of like spoon it out and drop it in the pot
1: blob it in Mm Mm-hmm, like a dollop of creme fraiche.
0: Yeah, but then it's supposed to sort of be – like, have you ever poached an egg in a pot of water? It's hard because, like, the pieces of egg want to kind of go everywhere and you only – Yeah, and I feel like that's the problem here, too. Like, if your meringue –
1: Got to keep it contained.
0: Yeah, if your meringue is not the exact right consistency before it goes in the water – The judges are
1: out for blood. They're they're like, we're giving them a challenge where there is zero room for error.
0: And the assembly at the end is crazy. Everyone's hands are shaking. Like people are so – are getting so, so stressed nervous. out. nervous. Hands are just
1: everywhere. So it shaky. Is so shaky.
0: So Shabira is making mojito islands. She's like, if you lived on Mojito Island, everything would be mojito, mojito, mojito toes. Mojito morning. And instead of saying good morning, you would say mojito. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. She's really hitting her stride. She's like mo- – Shibira is, is back. Yep. She is making meringues coated in minty sugar and her creme anglaise will have lime and rum. When it's all done and ready to be judged, her meringues look like M- M- Sandra's like, they look like coated breaded chicken, and he's right.
1: <laughs> he's not wrong. They that's exactly what I thought. I was like, it looks They look like, like little shake and
0: bake chicken breasts.
1: <laughs> totally shaken big chicken and she's like that's not what
0: i want to hear but i was
1: like well it looks sorry because that's
0: what it looks like and paul says the same thing he's like it looks like chicken in like a bechamel sauce and she's like well that's delicious too so either one (laughs) prue's nicer about it she says it looks fine the flavors are great they're fresh they're distinct the meringue is great the custard is perfect says paul they love it i'm almost surprised she doesn't get a handshake 10 out of 10 for shabira yeah
1: I think they were like holding off on a handshake. I was a little disappointed. I was like, just give her the handshake. You know, you want to.
0: Totally. I feel get like that anytime. Explosive. Right. When like last week, two people got it, Right. Because Shabira and Maxi got a handshake in the first challenge last right. week. Yeah. I feel like they are a little stingy with it. They kind of like, Paul's like, oh, I gave way too much. Doesn't want to let people in.
1: Yeah. He d- <laughs> he doesn't. He's not a hugger.
0: <laughs> Janusz is making a vanilla latte. He's going to have coffee meringue with coffee and vanilla creme anglaise. His meringue poaching is next level. He like actually shapes so his meringues into little yes. swirls instead of just blobbing them into the pot. Right. He's on a, a next level when it comes to the look of things. Yes. Um, his presentation is great. The creme anglaise is perfect. It has this delicate flavor and texture. He does great. Little cups are so cute. It really does look like a latte. Sandro is making creme anglaise cherry with cherry jelly chocolate. Sorry, with cherry jelly Chocolate shavings and caramelized almond and hazelnut topping with rum. He talks
1: about how he's like, I, and I think Sandro is starting to get really competitive. I feel like I was like, "Do you do CrossFit, Sandro?" Because so you have this competitive edge, he's and so he was like, "All of so far, they haven't really loved." Well, I should say like his flavors are kind of like middle of the road where they like like it, but they don't love it. Right. So he's kind of like, I want to bring my A game. I'm really going to get with the flavors. I'm like, don't be Shabira. Don't do, do the Shabira thing with like the orange, whatever. The, yeah, the moldy oranges. Yeah, the moldy. <laughs> I <laughs> Don't think go there. And I think he went there.
0: He definitely is such an interesting guy because he's the mo- like the most self-aware about like, or at least he talks about it the most saying like, well, they've said this about me and I want them to say this. So here's what right. I'm doing differently. Whereas... You don't really hear that from the other bakers. They're just sort of like, yeah, I'm I'm baking this thing. So he really is like trying to be strategic about how to take it to the next level. Exactly. Yeah. It looks busy. There's a lot going on. And the alcohol is a little too strong. The custard is perfect, but they don't like the booze. They say he got carried away with the flavors. Yeah, like
1: brand. They said if you just would have let it with a brandy, but then he added Prosecco and they're like, it's just too much booze. And I, I agree with that. I'm like that's yeah, too, you don't that's need too two conflicting. Types of no. In yeah. one cup of dessert. We know Prue loves her boot booze, but like that would just get exactly. too a little bit too complicated.
0: Exactly. Kevin is making a prosecco meringue in rose creme anglaise with lychee and raspberry coulis. So, what he's doing is he's adding prosecco into the actual meringue where so he's getting 8 tablespoons of a different liquid in the meringue into a substance where your consistency is so finicky. And his meringues basically melt when he tries to poach them. Not completely, but he's really struggling. The textures aren't right. The custard is smooth and the Prosecco is good, but the alcohol has caused the meringue to break down. This is where Paul Hollywood's like actual really intense baking expertise, I'm like, oh man, you're Great. good at this. The where he's like, you, when you added the Prosecco, the alcohol bro- started to break down the sugar and the bonds in your actual meringue. And so like you shouldn't have added the alcohol straight in there you were never going to get the right consistency with all the alcohol in there because like you just can't create the structure that you need when all the alcohol is in there. They also look bad. Like they're so deflated. It's just like this weird, sad it's blob kind of, of meringue. Flat and blobby. It's not you know? a good look. Yeah. He does. I would say though he, in the end he gets sort of a mixed review because his custard is smooth and they like the flavor of the meringue with the Prosecco, but it just doesn't come together. Right. So it isn't totally flop, but it's mixed, mixed bag. Maxi, her meringues will be in blueberry sauce and creme anglaise with caramelized sugar swirls. She's doing a basic, just a more of a basic meringue. It looks really runny, but it should be all right, she says, as she's making the custard. And I'm like, are you sure? Are you sure? Maybe, really? maybe her? just, give yeah. it another minute. <laughs> the portion is a little small, they say, but the flavors are delicious. The creme anglaise could have been thicker, called that one, says Paul.
1: There's a couple times, too, in this episode where Maxie just doesn't get her temperature right or, like, she's stirring forever. At one point, Paul Hollywood comes up to her pot and he like kind of just puts his hand gently on the pot and he's like, it's not warm enough. And she's like, well, it's on, yeah, it's on the right burner. But I'm like, Maxie, you could eat. Don't, don't they get really.
0: Someone can like grab your pot with their (laughs) hands while you're trying to cook. It's not hot enough. I don't know what to tell you, but but, also don't argue with Paul Hollywood.
1: In this, in this competition, In this series, in this show, a lot of people will use temperature gauges, will use like thermometers, will use just to make sure because they're like double, triple checking, like doing things that you wouldn't do at home because you're like, well, if I mess up, who cares? But anyway, I thought about that with Maxie. I was like, well, and and who's to say? Maybe she's nervous. Maybe she's forgetting things.
0: No matter what you're doing, like, if you can touch the, the vessel that you're cooking with, you probably, like, and put your whole hand on it and it's not a problem. It's not going to cook something.
1: I thought, uh, let me add really quick, too, before we, well, remind me to talk about the freezer thing with the... Uh, oh, yeah, we'll we get, get there. When the we technical. get to ice cream cones, yeah. Yep.
0: All right, and then Abdul is making an orange creme anglaise. With pistachio praline and cherry coulis, it looks attractive. The meringue has sunk a little bit because the custard isn't quite thick enough, but it's absolutely delicious. Paul wishes the meringue was a little bit robust, more robust, so he does decent. I would say coming out of this, and the the top two were probably Shabira and Yanush, and then everyone else is sort of near the bottom, or not even near the bottom, just sort of in the middle. Like nobody really bombed it. Maybe Kevin is kind of near the bottom. Abdul, the technical. First of all, they call her Prooby Dooby Doo, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And they said, you know, this technical challenge is set to you by Prooby Dooby Doo. And her advice is keep your cool, which is very cryptic. They're going to have a staggered start and finish time, which they've done this once before when they had a couple seasons ago when they had to do a. Um, souffle and Sandra has to go first which is like dun, dun, dun. which I
1: find hilarious because he starts talking like after this first challenge when he was kind of disappointed in himself and he's like well in the technical I get to sit in the back and watch everybody and make sure so you can kind of see his strategy where he's like I'm going to compare myself to just make sure that I am in line with what everyone else is doing and that I'm on the right track and then all of a sudden it cuts to him being like everyone stay or everyone leave except, except for Sandro," and it's like oh man he just completely jinxed himself
0: (laughs) exactly so it's a pistachio and praline ice cream cone they are making i forgot i didn't write down how many they had to make maybe what was it like six four six it has to be this ice cream cone has to be dipped in chocolate and then have nuts and then that you're making pistachio praline ice cream you have two hours and 45 minutes which is not that long if you need something to freeze they want there to be one and a half scoops on top about this is gonna be all about timing You are, you know, because it you have to make the custard, which is cooked, so it's hot, and then you have to cool it all the way down in the right to get it to the right consistency. It's going to be tricky. You have to move very fast. So the the thing that happens with the freezers, the bakers struggle with getting it frozen in time, and almost everyone is a little bit messy at the end. Most people do fine with the cones. Abdul has a little bit of problem with getting them burnt in the waffle iron, but that's not the problem. The thing that happens is that some of them, namely Shabira and Yanush, put their hot custard in the freezer. And what that does is it raises the temperature of the inside of the freezer so much because they put this very big hot, 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 hot thing in there. Yeah. It raises it so much that then when it comes time to churn the ice cream and put it back in the freezer to freeze it, the freezer is not cold enough. Not cold enough. And it... Unbelievable. Cannot freeze. Unbelievable. So both of them have this problem.
1: It's soupy, soupy, soupy. But I also feel like this was such a cruel challenge. It was so cruel. <laughs> was
0: like, I don't think that that is something that is like, oh, your baker's instinct should tell you not to put it in the freezer. Like, what if you right. have a better freezer at home? This yeah, yeah. This is so specific. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: yeah, and I also, but for the audience, it was quite entertaining to watch. A lot of high stakes. <laughs> it was.
0: It was. So... Let me talk about last week's technical for a sec. As I talked about at the end of or during last week's episode, I did not make the s'mores. I made an apple cake. I made the smitten kitchen recipe for I think it's just called mom's apple cake. We I'm in like I said, I'm in Wisconsin with my in-laws and we actually went to an apple orchard on Thursday. So cute. I, I love know, it. So cute. So yesterday I like had my little apples that I picked in the apple orchard, like freaking Dorothy you. from Wizard of Oz, except without getting pelted by like crazy apple tree people.
1: Minus the ruby red slippers and the witch. Yes.
0: And I, so I got to like make my apple cake with these apples that I picked and it turned out great. If you're looking for an apple cake recipe, I would definitely recommend Smitten Kitchen. I Overbaked mine a little bit because I thought it was going to get browner than it really did. I am, um, I think part of the reason was because the recipe calls for vegetable oil. And normally I bake with butter, which browns more. So anyway, all that to say it was a little bit dry, um, but it was very appley. It called for orange juice. And in the spirit of the challenge from last week's signature, where it had to taste like apple, I used apple cider, which I think helped. Yeah, it was great. I love it smelled so good.
1: So good.
0: I can't even imagine how good the tent must have smelled when they were all making their apple cakes.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: I definitely could see it was, you know, getting the apple flavor is challenging. The other thing about when you're baking with apples is that there can be a really, depending on the variety of apple you're using, there can be a really wide range of how much moisture you're going to get from the apple itself. I was expecting to get more moisture from the apples that I used, and they ended up being a little bit more dried out. So um, that's a variable. Yeah, overall, I think it is actually pretty hard to get like a strong apple flavor in and from baking apples they just kind of lose their flavor the more baked they get but it was a good recipe i would do it again Served with a little vanilla ice cream so good so for this week's technical i do have an ice cream maker i might make this one i love pistachio and if i don't make it like i'm not gonna make the poached meringues so i don't know tbd maybe just I might just skip uh, this one
1: I was going to say, I'm like, maybe just go get some ice cream.
0: Yeah, I'll just eat some pistachio ice cream and just imagine what it would and have been like to make it. talk about it.
1: This is delicious.
0: I have made ice cream in the past, and I've made custard ice cream in the past. And it's pretty straightforward. It does take a long time to freeze. I mean, normally when you're making ice cream, you're supposed to let it freeze overnight. So, you know, not like an hour and a half. So for the judging, for the technical, Shabira and Janusz, both of them end up serving ice cream soup. Sandro's looks amazing. He does this trick where he fills up the ice cream cone with chocolate, so that then the ice cream sits right on top. Genius, genius, Sandro,
1: genius. And Sandro, who is so worried yes. about this technical, really kills it.
0: He kills it. So he comes in first. He gets like the full two scoop, looking on top. He, I think it's like cheating a little bit because he fills it with with chocolate. And Maxi has just as much ice cream as him, but because she doesn't fill it with chocolate, hers like sink into the cone more, Sinks so it doesn't look bit, like yeah. as much. They weren't told to fill it with chocolate. So I thought like that was like a little bit of a hack. Mm. But, you know, mm. whatever. But Shabir comes in last. And Yanish is second from last. Abdul and Kevin are in the middle. Maxi comes in second. Pretty good, but needed more ice cream, they say. And then Sandro comes in first. Delicious. Nothing wrong with it at all, says Prue. So coming out of the signature... Shabir and Yanush were at the top, but now they were last in the technical, so the tables have turned.
1: This is when this is when I feel like Yanush is really cracking. You can kind of see like through his sweet, sweet disposition, he wants to kill somebody. (laughs) It's it's almost well, not really, but you know what I mean? Like when you're it's it's kind of like at the Oscars or the Emmys when and the winner's announced and everyone's like smiling, like, yay, you I didn't win. That's kind of how he looks, where he's like, I'm really happy for these people, but I also want to kill them.
0: But Oh, Yanish. I would say, you know, so coming out of the technical, like Maxi's back in the mix, Sandra did great, but his signature was meh. So it kind of still feels like, I mean, Kevin and and Abdul are kind of in the middle this whole time. Like everybody just feels like they're kind of in the middle. The judges are debriefing after the technical and they're like, you know, we're at the point where one mistake could get you eliminated, which is true. We really are. The showstopper is an exquisitely decorated set custard ghetto. It needs to be multiple baked layers, sandwiched and supported by custard. Any style of gâteau, but the set custard elements must be the star of the show. They are looking for texture. They're looking for flavor. Has to look amazing with lots of color. This is going to be tricky. There's a lot of variation in kind of how people are are going to approach this in terms of like how they're going to get their structure set. Shabira is making a pina colada custard cake. So she went mojito. She's going pina colada. She's so going to have pineapple flowers. Coconut rum custard, pineapple creme pat and rum sponge with made with coconut milk. Abdul is making a peach and raspberry mille foil, mille foil, foil it's French. rough puff pastry sandwiched between creme pat and vanilla creme diplomat with some fruit. It like it's like a very, very fancy little sandwich case. so he like takes his puff pastry, he weights it down while it's baking so it doesn't puff up too much. so it kind of mm-hmm. turns into like a cracker effectively. Yeah. It's very cool. It's really cool. Sandro is using the microwave for his custard, which is an interesting approach. He's making a three-tier cake with different custards. It's going to be vanilla. One is vanilla, one is coffee, and one is mango, decorated with buttercream roses. It's a tribute to his friend who really encouraged him to be on the show, who has apparently since passed away. And he gets a little emotional at the end, like decorating it and thinking about her. It was really sweet. Yeah, it
1: was very sweet. And he just really aimed high and delivered. I mean, it yeah. looked amazing.
0: It, 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 yeah, it was enormous. Maxi is making a coconut and almond jacan sponge with lime and passion fruit curd and tropical fruits with a creme pack custard. Her custard is very basic. She's just like, I'm going for the standard vanilla. We'll see how it goes. Janusz is doing, doing a ne- Neapolitan custard with sponges soaked in limoncello and white chocolate cake. And he talks about how he practiced this in high heels so that he could practice walking around for Halloween week. I just love him. That was so cute. They're like, did you practice? this? like, yes, I practiced it in my high heels. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> it's so great. Oh, Ooh, he's, he's the best.
1: best. He's the
0: best. Kevin is making three liters of custard. It is a honey, thyme, and bay custard with nectarines and raspberry jelly and Swiss meringue, Swiss meringue buttercream flowers with macarons on top. He uses a cake board and dowels and even still, it's not stable. He is like shaking this whole time. And then towards the end, we'll get to have the judging in a second, but towards the end of the assembly, everyone rushes in to help Kevin. Like everyone else is done. Kevin's is falling apart. It It was kind of cute.
1: I've never seen that many people go to help one person. It was so
0: cute. Everyone is like all hands on deck. (laughs) And Janusz says, It's a very jiggly cake, babes. (laughs) 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 Uh, It's a very
1: jiggly cake. Wiggle, 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 wiggle.
0: So in this challenge, the layers need to be totally set. But the more custard they use, the longer it needs. The end is such a scramble as always. Here we go with the judging. Abdul goes first. It looks amazing. It's very professional and stylish. The cracker kind of look is – he does – this is a great idea for him because they – the, the rough puff is so structurally sound that his layers – Don't have to worry about the sponge. I mean, I think that, you know, because he doesn't use a sponge, I think that he kind of like figures out a a hack here to get the structure where it needs to be, which was really smart. Right. Yeah, it looks great. The custard is the hero. They said the pastry needed a couple more minutes in the oven, but overall he does well. Yenish, it's so Yenish. It looks great. He does a drip. He has like a oh, whole it's beautiful, thing on the
1: top. and the colors of the Neapolitan look so cool. So good. like in the de- mm-hmm. the design, it was the, awesome. in the
0: layers. The proportion of custard to sponge is good, but the custard is too gloppy and dense. Paul says it's like wallpaper paste. It's like spreadable, which he doesn't want. It was very Loopy. disappointing. Yeah,
1: and it's so sad because like I think even Prue was like, "Well, that was harsh." <laughs>
0: Totally, like it's kind of mean. Like, and then he's Ooh. walking back to his little bench, and Sandra's like, "Are you okay?" And he just winks at him. He like, just
1: winks, like. And this is where I'm like, "This is where he wants to murder." Sandra's like, "Are you okay?" He winks inside, knives stabbing people in their eyes. I
0: don't know. I feel like he. I'm like Yanush <laughs> is just like trying to roll the punches. I feel really bad because like this has just not been his week, and I think he's just more like, you know what, I'm good. Like you know, don't worry about me, Maxi hers is slightly messy, but they say it's attractive. They're like, I'm not sure whether to say it's messy or it looks good. They're like, it's messy and it looks good. Layers are amazing. The flavors are great, but the custard is not the hero. Prue says it's supposed to be about a set custard. There's a very little custard and none of it is set. So she does not meet the brief.
1: There's just all of these elements that oh, everyone's yeah. doing really, really well. like but banana, then it's missing everything. the cut. It's missing one thing,
0: which is the thing, which is the custard for Custard Week. Shabira's looks amazing. It's very custardy, very, very custardy. Like this almost comes out similar, like the tres leches cakes.
1: Hmm. I mean, but It, it is looks set? amazing. It's so beautiful. It's
0: so much custard, but somehow it's still stable. The flavors are amazing, spectacular. Says Paul. You've hit it right. Says Prue. She kills it. Completely nailed it. Did they not
1: get a handshake? Oh, wait, do they not get handshakes? I don't think they. I think
0: he's only given a handshakes in the show, ever one time. Okay. Normally it's in the signature. Sandro, it looks like a professional wedding cake. It's like three full tiers of cake. The piping yes. is amazing. Complete with gold flakes. Complete with gold leaf. Why? Don't miss a chance for a gold leaf, Sandro. Oh, never will. Love you. Don't change. <laughs> The bottom tier is amazing. The second tier custard is a little bit dry, but Prue likes all of them. And this is, again, a scenario for Sandro where, like, he went above and beyond. It was, like, the the lantern challenge where he made too many things inside, and, like, not all of them were good. If he had just stuck to two, they would have all been fine. Right. Whereas this one, like, they didn't ask you to make three different cakes. You could have just stuck with the first cake and been fine. So you're kind of overextending yourself and then getting into a little bit of trouble because they're not all perfect. But – It looks amazing.
1: It was like, you know, ambitious. Really ambitious. Yeah.
0: Kevin, Kevin is last. It's so squashed. Like, guys. So squashed. Imagine like a jello mold. That's what his cake looks like. It's like this really, really jiggly. (laughs) But the custard is amazing. They love the flavor with the thyme and the bay. Love it, love it, love it. And they say it's a shame that it looks a mess because the flavors are so interesting and they love that like herby custard. So Going into the final judging, Maxi and Janusz are actually in trouble, which is a shock. Never did I think I would see the day. Shabira is hitting her stride. She's running away with it. Although I think Sandro maybe is also in the mix. A for effort for Sandro. <laughs> Kevin had the best flavors, but everything was a mess. And, you know, I think Shabira, even though she did last in the technical though, like it's, it is like nobody just sailed through this week.
1: Exactly. It's again, we're going back to the ritronic analogy where it's like, you just have to be consistent.
0: Totally
1: good throughout the whole thing,
0: and they always say it's judged on just that week. And so I'm mm. sitting there like, "Oh my gosh, Yanush can't go home. He can't go home."
1: No, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, "This is this is a turn I did not see coming,
0: not at all." And I'm like, "Like so worried for him." In the end, Star Baker is Shabira
1: for the Yay. second week in a row, Come
0: and sure. Kevin goes home, which it was his time.
1: Yeah, it was his time, and that's kind of what I predicted. I was like, i are totally, not going to send yeah. home yet."
0: I yeah, I mean, I think he. When you, when all things being equal, even though his flavors were good, like everything was just like below the line in his presentation mm-hmm. and has been, mm-hmm. I anyway, mean, again, they supposedly only judge it on that week, but he's been like right at the line for weeks now. He does cry in the exit interview because he's like so sad. You know, he's like had such a big,
1: um oh, it breaks my heart. You can tell they all have become really, really close. It's yeah. just so adorable.
0: So at this point, the only person in the tent without a star baker is Abdul. Janusz has gotten it twice, Maxi's gotten it twice, Shabira's gotten it twice, and Sandro's had it once. I feel like
1: I'm going to still stick with my, like, Sandro, Janusz, and Shabira top three, even though mm-hmm. at the very, very, very beginning, I think I had Dawn in the mix, which I still missed. But Well, what about Maxi? And Maxi, that's a really good point. I feel like Maxi. It depends on what the challenge is going to be because Janusz has such a lean and precise. I think Janusz has had an off week. I'm
0: not. I think he's going to be the final.
1: He was really shaken this week. Uh, Maybe his confidence was off. Who knows? Maybe he's got some personal stuff going on.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Full moon. So
1: yeah. (laughs) Retrograde Gatorade. So (laughs) I think that. it really depends because she's kind of, she has like that very calm presence but Janusz is so just like uppity and happy but this is where things get more intense the closer they get to the final.
0: I think we're going to see, I feel like Janusz and Shabira are the for-sures and then I see like Maxi and Sandro as the alternates. Kind of depending because again, like Sandro, I think he's overextending himself. Like he's trying so hard.
1: So hard, yeah. And
0: he really is so competitive but I think that that he takes on too much and then maxi is like almost kind of the opposite that like she kind of tries to stick with the basics and doesn't always get as much i don't know she just feels like a little less consistent i don't know why because her performance has been pretty consistent
1: it's been really good Mm -hmm. i wonder if sandra is doing a little bit of like trying to be shibira where it's almost like he's competing with like shibira and the way that she bakes versus like he needs to find his own voice He needs to like stick to his own personality of baking. And I think totally. he will do really, really well as opposed to like, all right, yeah. I have to kind of not copy, but I think Shabir is getting into his head a little bit too much.
0: Yeah. And like he's playing maybe not to his strengths and just trying to add alcohol to everything. Yeah. Just be yourself. <laughs> Alcoholical, be beast. you. Right. <laughs> Don't be, be stay your amazing. Cool. Goldie stay self. cool will never Just change. Stay- All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. You can find us on Instagram at clear underscore. You can go to our website, joyandclear.com. You can email us. This is joy at gmail.com. Don't forget to listen to our normal podcast. This is Joy and every thursday we hope you enjoyed this custard week i yeah i probably am not going to make the technical next week but stick around maybe i'll find a custard recipe to bake just for fun just for funsies just for funsies please share us with a friend tell us if you love this podcast tell us if you're baking tell us your thoughts let us know who you think is going to be in the final three in the end and we will talk to you next week until then on your marks get set bake bake. we're never going to get it together (laughs)